Welcome, I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you're created to be healthy, feel good, look great, and enjoy your life. My job is to teach you how to align your life so you can make these things happen. So I want to welcome you today, and um, you know, as we're getting ready here to celebrate Christmas, and uh, I think a very important topic is uh, that we need to talk about is you know, sugar during the holidays. And the reason why is because all of the actual parties and get-togethers and food you're going to eat, um, obviously a lot of it is riddled with sugar. Of course, we're in celebration, um, you know, the birth of our Lord and Savior, which is awesome. But the reality is a lot of people will uh, kind of go off the deep end and, uh, you know, completely derail their eating regimen, their diets, and the way that they're leading a healthy life during the holidays and obviously end up putting on unnecessary body weight, uh, and, and just stressing their bodies out. So we're going to be talking about a holiday sugar and how you can make uh, your holiday sweet without all that sugar and uh, obviously allowing your body to continue to function and heal at 100%. So as always, I uh, want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364. Uh, you can call that number. Uh, you can leave a voicemail. You press option two, um, and we'll get back to you. Obviously, as, as we're in the holiday season right now, clearly our team are, you know, getting that well-deserved time with family. So, leave a voicemail. We'll get back to you. If not, you can text that number nine three seven five five two seven three six four, and you can text whatever topic question you have uh, regarding anything we talk about. So. Uh, and of course you can also find us on Instagram and you can always listen to these shows. Um, you know, you can always listen to them on podcast via iTunes. So you search for living the full life with Dr. Juan and it'll come up and you can listen to this show or any other show we've done in the past. So, you know, as always, I like to get started and whenever I, I start my show, I know those of you who listen, you know, week in and week out, um, you, you know, that I like to talk about my big why and why it is that I, you know, that I, that I share, uh, passionately week in and week out. And I, and I share simply because I want people to under, uh, understand where true health and healing comes from. But th- the bigger reason is because of my mom and her story and what happened to her seven years ago. And what happened to her seven years ago was led by her lifestyle and what she, the choices she made. Uh, my mom seven years ago got diagnosed with breast cancer. And of course, you know, it's a devastating crazy thing to hear when you know you're living life like hey by the way you have cancer and you know second leading killer in america next to heart disease so she gets you know told these terrible news she calls me she tells me the terrible news she starts crying of course i start crying my mom is my hero uh, my mom is, is a survivor she you know did whatever she she could to provide for her three children myself my brother my sister and she did whatever it took, you know, and, you know, and literally she, when I was young, she would just do whatever she would have to work, work two jobs, et cetera, et cetera. So for me, it was just, you know, just the determination of her, uh, just, I really looked up to that and just her work ethic and drive. And so when she told me that I was devastated, I'm like, man, like you're my hero. Like how, how my hero doesn't get cancer. I'm thinking in my head. Right. But she did. And then, you know, when she told me, I'm like, what are you going to do? I asked her and she says, I, I know what I'm not doing. I'm not doing chemo and radiation. And I'm like, well, that's uh, crazy because that's the only thing you can do for it. And I'm like, well, what are you going to do? Like, you're not going to do the conventional treatment. I'm literally like just completely out of my mind. I'm like, I don't know what to do. 
But I'm like, you know what? I know the brain controls the body. That's what I'm learning here in school. Uh, you know, and I'm like, if your brain and your body are communicating effectively, it'll probably give you a better chance at surviving this thing. So, mom, let's get your spine checked and see what's going on. Uh, see if your brain and your body are communicating effectively. And let's see, let's see what's going on. So we got her spine checked. And when we took her x-ray, we saw that the savvy of her neck, when you look at the savvy of the neck, you are supposed to have a 45-degree angle. My mom has zero degrees. Not normal. A straight neck, military neck, is not a good thing. Uh, thing. That's what my mom had. From front to back, you, you look at my, my, my mom's spine between her shoulder blades, uh, T1, T3, 7, T7 area. That area right there, my mom had a bend in her spine, crushing the nerves coming out of there, going to her breast tissue and vital organs. So when I saw that on her x-rays, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that that was not helping anything that she had going on. And matter of fact, it's probably making it worse. It probably helped in causing it. So, And I'm like, you know what? Like, I know that that's not good because now I recall, I'm thinking in my head, like, you've had headaches, back pain, neck pain, you know, sinus issues, et cetera, et cetera. And every time she went to the doctor, she got the same answer. That answer being medication. So my mom mastered symptoms for 10, 20, 30 years, right? But then, like, literally it didn't do anything to solve the problems. It literally masked the symptoms because as soon as she would stop the pills, the symptoms would come back. So I finally asked my mom, like, you know, why, um, why now have you decided to do something different? Why have you decided to literally, like, not go the conventional route, not go with the medical doctor and what they say? Like, why have you decided to, like – not do what they recommend. She's like, it's simple. Uh, I I, I want to see my grandchildren grow up. I'm like, okay. And four of those grandchildren are my kids. Eden, who's eight. Eve, who's six. John Luke, who's three. And Ellery, who's six months old now. So my mom chose to take responsibility for her health in her own hands to afford my kids, nieces, and nephews the opportunity of having a grandma in the future. And because of that, my mom is still alive today, thankfully. Uh, yeah, she's still battling. She, you know, has got a few complications. But at the end of the day, she still lives independently. She's alive. And she's able to do what she wished and hoped for, which was to see her grandchildren grow up. So my question to all of you is who's responsible for your health? And everybody knows the answer. You are responsible for your own health. So this is why I, I'm thankful that you guys listen in week in and week out. And, you know, it is very, very important that you take time to do things for yourself that are healthy. And I'm not saying becoming a triathlete or an Ironman and, you know, lifting 7,000 pounds a day, right? But very small practical steps that you can do on a daily basis that are going to help you, especially in this season of the holidays, right? So right now is the most wonderful time of the year, right? And because we want to focus on, you know, all the blessings that we have, all the things that we, we've been, you know, gifted and all the amazing things that we have encountered, but it's really hard to go through the season without realizing also that there are people around that you love, that are people that are not around anymore that you love, right? People that used to be around that are no longer with us, that passed away, uh, you know, so that is a tough part about the season. And then that brings on a, you know, slight bit or severe amount of depression um, during the season for some people. And this is where, you know, people want to comfort themselves. And this is where the food choices that you make obviously make a difference. And this is where, you know, you're feeling down. You want to get that quick pick me up and feel better. So you then consume something like, you know, a sugar cookie to bring back memories. Of course, savor the good flavor, but really you don't only have just one. You have two, three, half a dozen, a dozen, etc. through the day. And now you're wondering in January, why is it that my pants are 
tighter and why is it that you know i I, i'm overweight by you know extra 5 10 15 pounds right and it's because of the choices that you're making especially when it revolves around sugar and that's the beautiful thing about the season is that a lot of really good treats a lot of really good memories and traditions right uh you know people will make horseshoe cookies christmas cookies etc etc but the the bad thing about all those things that they obviously contain in a tremendous amount of sugar i'm not saying not do your traditional cookie making with your grandchildren what I'm saying is don't eat half of them as they're coming out of the oven, right? And, and the reason why is, you know, in conjunction with the slight bit of depression and, like, the the lack of joy for some people in this season, you know, it's a very real thing. And this is something that I, it took me a while, a long, long while to kind of realize, you know, uh, you know, for me, you know, I, and I talked about my dad here and there, but my father passed away on Christmas Eve when I was 18, so uh, and I was actually in the middle of basic training for the army uh, and I was on Christmas Exodus. So those of you who have served, you know what that is. You go on leave for, you know, the week or two that Christmas and New Year's, etc. So I was on Christmas Exodus and my father literally died when I was on Christmas Exodus. So I was in the middle of basic training about to go back and finish. So I get it. Like the memory of New Year's Eve, obviously, is it's a beautiful thing now that I have a family and the anticipation of the birth and, you know, and the celebration of, you know, Jesus and everything. Right. But <laughs> I'm also reminded in the back of my head, like, oh, this is the day my dad died, like 20. It'll be 20 years ago this, you know, on the 24th. So a few days from now. Right. So it, it is really, really sobering. But you have to figure out a way to be OK with the fact that that person that that love, you know, that loved one, a family member, et cetera, is no longer there. And some of you, not only that, some people have been injured, some people are in the ICU, some people are dealing with COVID, some people are dealing with all these things. So the best thing you can do, uh, especially if your loved one is still alive and they're just not doing so hot, is actually the best thing you can do is love on them, number one. Number two, love on yourself and take care of yourself because if you're not healthy enough to help them, then obviously they're going to be worse off for it. So this is exactly why I'm going to talk about this topic and, you know, kind of just diving in sugar. Why is sugar? It's not that sugar is bad. And and I've said this before. Uh, Obviously, anything in moderation is good. Right. Uh, You know, unless it's like radioactive isotopes that can kill you. And (laughs) obviously that, that, that in moderation is not good for you. But nonetheless, like, you know, food, when it comes to nutrition, sugar is not horrendous. It's not the devil. It's nothing like that. However, the overconsumption of sugar is what leads to a ton of issues, right? Research shows that people literally consume 150 pounds of sugar a year. And I'm going to say that the, out of the 150 pounds of sugar a year, you probably are going to consume more likely than not some of that most, not most, I'm going to say probably a good amount of that sugar, a good amount of percentage of that sugar probably here in the next few weeks uh, in this last week or, or some change of the year because we're over-consuming sugar. Now we have more inflammation in our bodies and inflammation, chronic inflammation, especially inflammation that comes from you know, over-consumption of sugar, that inflammation then causes a ton of other issues, issues that may not you know, ri- you know, raise an ugly head you know, right away, some issues that may take time, you know, 5, 10, 15 years, like you know, high blood pressure, cancers that are developing, or you know, masses that are benign that are not cancers but still not ideal to have, right? So all those things are fed by sugar. So I'm going to talk about how you know, sugar affects your body negatively when you overconsume it and a couple of tips on what you can do to obviously 
satisfy your sugar cravings, have a great time with your family. However, not destroy your body in the process. So, folks, I have to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, the in-season talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can find us on, on also on Instagram by searching Full Life Chiropractic. You can also find us by calling our office at 937-552-7364, press option 2, and you can go to the voicemail. Obviously, it is the holiday season, so go to the voicemail. My team will get you a phone call as soon as we're back in the office and obviously answer whatever question you have, or you can also text that number with a question, or if you want to come to our next dinner in January, et cetera, et cetera, you can find the information by just simply reaching out to us. So uh, on this, you know, this, this show, I've been talking about sugar, uh, you know, sugars d- during the holidays, especially, right? Uh, and the reason why is because we're all going to consume a little bit more sugar than we are used to in this holiday season, which is typically what happens just you know generally speaking when people get together it doesn't matter what culture people have sweets and you know you know food items etc etc so one of the 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 one thing that i want to kind of go over is just quickly like the top things let's say top five or six or whatever kind of whatever i get through on the list the top reasons why overconsumption of sugar is detrimental to your health so number one it can cause weight gain so the reason why is because you consume the sugar your body doesn't burn it as energy it actually stores it it converts it into a fatty acid that gets absorbed into your fat cells. And then now you have more weight because you have increased your actual fat amount on your body. And that's obviously creating more weight. And obviously your clothes are tighter, et cetera, et cetera. So it also increases your, your heart disease. And the reason why, and this is where diabetics, you know, uh, people with high blood pressure and COVID, you add sugar, it's literally like a, it's a time bomb, right? So diabetics or people that have heart disease are suffering from COVID horribly, and the overconsumption of sugar actually makes this worse by doing this one thing. When you overconsume sugar, your body has to dilute that sugar. Otherwise, it can kill you because, you know, your blood sugar levels would go high and you can go into a coma, right? So what would happen is your body dilutes it and does that by absorbing or retaining water. So when you retain water, and I talked about this before, probably two, three, maybe 12 dozen times, whatever. So when your body increases water retention, that causes a pressure increase. When that causes a pressure increase, your heart has to beat harder in order to get the blood flowing through your body better, right? Or to not even better, to get it flowing enough to keep you alive and keep the tissues oxygenated so you don't actually die or things start falling apart or deteriorating or dying, right? So... This is how consuming too much sugar increases your chance for heart disease. And people that have diabetes already have too much blood, high enough blood sugar. So your body is absorbing and retaining water. So this causes your heart to just work harder. This is why people get put, oh, you have diabetes, not a big deal. Here is a, uh, you know, diabetes drug, you know, such as metformin, et cetera, et cetera. And then, oh, by the way, here is also... A water pill, which is exactly what we give to people that are high blood pressure, you know, symptom 
uh, people, right? So we give that to them because there is an increase in pressure in their body due to the amount of volume of blood and fluids flowing through your arteries and your body. So this is why an overconsumption of sugar clearly leads to things such as heart disease. Uh, last thing I want to touch on before I go on break here, it increases your risk for type 2 diabetes. So what happens is you desensitize your cells to respond to insulin. If you consume too much sugar and you're like right on the cusp of being probably a type 2 diabetic, right? What happens is that you keep setting the fire alarm off or the smoke alarm off in a room and people eventually stop paying attention to it because you're desensitizing them to it. You know, the fire alarm goes out the first two times, like, oh, okay, let's go outside, send in the cold, wait for the fire department. But once it goes out the 15th time, people are not going to go outside. Same thing happens when your cells are exposed to insulin over and over and over because you consume too much sugar, and now your cells do not respond to insulin when it shows up, and now you have a bunch of sugar outside of the cells in the blood, rather, in the, in the cell to be burned, and this is called type 2 diabetes. So this is what happens when you overconsume sugar, not necessarily just during the holidays, but this is exacerbated or create, you know, people create bad habits during the holidays, and they linger on until March, April, or May, and they're like, oh, wow, I got to take my shirt off at the beach. Now I have to actually lose 20 pounds overnight before vacation, right? So, folks, I got to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957-WHIO. Days is a talk. It's an Ask the Expert weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can find us on the internet at AskDrJuan.com. That's A-S-K-D-R-J-U-A-N.com. You can also call our office at 937-552-7364. Uh, and obviously, you can press option two. You can leave a voicemail as it is the holiday season. Or you can simply... Text that number once again, 937-552-7364. And obviously you can text whether it's a dinner or you're ready to make a new patient appointment or you have questions about blood work, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever it is that you want to do, you're more than welcome to text and we'll get the info to you. So welcome back. So here's joining us. Um, we've been talking about holidays and sugar. So holidays and sugar obviously mix, uh, you know, and the reason why is because we're all in a celebratory mood and when that happens we obviously tend to consume things that are you know festive and taste good etc cetera, etc cetera. so in the previous segment you know i was talking about some of the things that overconsumption of sugar causes and i'm going to continue to go to kind of like that list and why you should be aware of what you're putting in your mouth and what you're eating especially in these next few weeks as um you know you're going through all the festivities and that's awesome and it's great because you're celebrating with loved ones but you have to make sure you're not overconsuming sugar because you're going to create an actual, uh, you know, environment for your body to create a ton of uh, issues. And I already kind of went through and I talked about how, you know, sugar overconsumption can cause weight gain. Secondly, it increases your, your heart disease risk because of the pressure increasing. Uh, also talked about how it literally increases your risk for type 2 diabetes. Another thing that it does, it may increase your risk for cancer. And the reason why is um, plenty plenty of studies have actually shown, um, you know, an actual 
cancer driven, you know, sugar response. Um, you know, a lot of research is going into it right now, but it's very, very easy to see when you look at the data that actual cancer cells love sugar. And the reason why is because they actually need energy. So these cancer cells need energy. And before actual cancer is developed, um, you know, a, a sugary rich diet, um, you know, increases inflammation. And that's what causes actual disease process to begin. And that's what causes also the 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 damages that happen to the to the DNA in the cells that cause them to become mutated and eventually start dividing uncontrollably, obviously thus leading to a mass where there's benign or malignant, etc. So the biggest thing is that not only is that happening, and let's say that the cell is not necessarily cancerous yet, but is actually you know, becoming, you know, uh, let's call it uh, a little a little weird in, in the, the, the sequencing of the DNA, et cetera, the way it's expressing its gene, its genetic makeup, and it starts calling for some random proteins to be created, et cetera. So what happens is that those processes take place more likely than not in a inflammatory acidic environment. So when you consume a ton of sugar, that causes that exact thing to happen inside your body. So it causes you to have an acidic environment and it causes inflammation. And that is what disease processes love. So it increases your chances for cancer. And if you already have cancer, you had a scare with cancer before, and obviously you survived it and you're still here with us. The last thing you want to do is be over consuming sugar because what that does, it actually feeds the cancer cells. Uh, it is by no accident that they utilize a PET scan to dictate and see where cancer is in your body. And the PET scan, and you can look at this up online, and you can look it up it's on Google. The They utilize a radioactive isotope uh, that is bound to sugar and whatever is metabolically active, so the metabolism. So something that's actually consuming a lot of actual energy, that sugar will go there because it's going to be utilized as energy. So... The areas that are metabolically active, such as, you know, breast tissue, if you have breast cancer, prostate, etc., the sugar isotope, radioactive isotope go there. Then you get a scan, and then it lights up on the scan showing you where that went. So it'll go to places that are metabolically active, like your heart, which is normal. Okay, great. Your heart's beating all the time. It's exercising the entire time. Great. That's awesome. But if it goes to another place like your breast tissue and you're not breastfeeding, right? And if you're 62 and your breast tissue lights up, there's a um, metabolic process going on there telling us that there's something abnormal. Something is growing. Something is consuming energy, which it shouldn't because you're not using that breast tissue anymore, right? So this is why you want to make sure you reduce sugar intake because specifically, and cancer research shows this, Cancer cells have a ton of receptors to allow sugar to come into those cells so they can continue to do their thing and replicate. So pretty imp- pretty important that uh, you reduce um, you know, sugar intake, not only obviously during the holidays, but obviously we tend to overconsume sugar in the holidays. So this is why I, I think this is a really, really good topic to be talking about. So uh, another thing that Overconsumption of sugar, it, it actually increases your risk of depression. And you're like, whoa, how is that? 
So the reason why is because it actually affects it affects your hormones, number one. So when you you actually consume sugar, um, it causes a hormone, insulin, to go out. And then that insulin tells a ton of other actual hormones to do different jobs, right? But the other reason why sugar overconsumption leads to depression, um, it can risk increase your risk to depression, is because of the following. So your gut is very, very important, Right. So your gut, 80% of your immune system resides in your gut. So if your gut is unhealthy, you're unhealthy. And Hippocrates said it, look to the spine for the cause of disease and look to the gut to heal the disease. You know, I'm paraphrasing there, but nonetheless, that's what he kind of, you know, talked about. So the gut, when you overconsume sugars, the downside of that, as I was talking just a little bit ago, is that you create an acidic environment. And when that happens, you're creating this environment. And guess what? There's this thing called the microbiome in your gut. So the good and bad bacteria, right? So literally like a healthy balance of that. So it's less bad, more good, which is a great thing, right? So when you overconsume sugar, you actually are feeding the bad bacteria in your gut. So if you feed an army that is the enemy... And it's trying to kill a good army and you don't feed the good army. Guess what happens? The bad army starts beating the good army and now your bacteria balance gets out of actual proper balance and causes a condition called dysbiosis and where bad bacteria running rampant and the good bacteria are obviously dying because you're not feeding them. The good bacteria, for example, they eat cruciferous vegetables so they love like broccoli uh you know cabbage sauerkraut etc etc right you know those cruciferous crunchy natural vegetables when you eat those and those get to your gut the good bacteria start chomping those away and they create these chemicals that are actually really healthy to your gut lining so um that happens you know mostly in the large intestine it happens in other areas but nonetheless right those the gut lining, especially in the small intestine, that those good bacteria are chomping down on those, you know, really good cruciferous vegetables and other things that are, you know, prebiotics, meaning the food that the probiotics or the bacteria eat, right? So those things are awesome. So the thing is that the byproducts, so these bacteria, good bacteria, eat the cruciferous vegetables. And then they, you know, spew out. It would be equivalent to, like, not their poop, but <laughs> something among the, those lines, right? They spew out some chemicals, right? So the chemicals they spew out actually create a healthy mucosal lining of the actual lining of the intestinal tract. The thing is that it's very, very important to understand it when, especially speaking about depression and sugar overconsumption, if you're feeding bad back the bad bacteria, you're destroying that gut lining, and the really, really important part about that gut lining is this. The serotonin levels in your body are directly tied to your gut. So serotonin levels are directly tied to your gut, right? So if you are dealing with depression or you have like even seasonal affect disorder, right? Because obviously as the sun doesn't come out in this time of the year, et cetera, et cetera. That's a decrease in vitamin D because of sun exposure, but also, if you have that risk of depression or you, you have that that runs in your family, as they say, right? Simply put, your body's not creating enough serotonin 
for you to be actually satisfied, happy, elated, joyful, etc. Because when you are depressed and you're really, really depressed, what do they put you on? They put you on a selective, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor, SSRI, right? Why are they doing that? Because it's preventing your body from, you know, kind of destroying or taking away or, you know, reducing. That's the, ter- the chemical term. Reducing that serotonin so you can actually stay, like, happy and joyful and thankful, right? So your serotonin, 80% of it is produced in your gut lining. The cells in the gut produce it. So if you're feeding the bad bacteria a ton of sugar, you're creating an environment in where the bad bacteria are spewing out their chemicals, which actually damage the inside of your gut, and then that does not allow you to create the proper levels of serotonin and does not allow you to be satisfied, happy, thankful, and elated. Therefore, you're considered a person in the depressive state, and then you go to the doctor, and the doctor gives you a medication for it. This is how people that, and especially that, and then now you get in the cycle, the crazy cycle of sugar, which you've all been there. I'm not going to point fingers because I've been there myself. You are going through a really, you know, you know, not very good time in your life, and you're, you're, you're sad about something, and then you eat something that's sugary. It makes you feel good for a little bit, and then your hormones plummet, and then you feel terrible again. And then you do that over and over and over. Now you're conditioning your body to associate eating sugar with having a high high because for a hot second you get, like, endorphins and a little bit of serotonin is released, et cetera, et cetera. You get this feeling of euphoria and fun and excitement. But then it plummets. You go into the crash, and this you see very, very – uh, vividly in children. Children that eat a bunch of sugar, they have that sugar crash, and guess what happens? Not only the sugar crashes, they crash and they crash you because they're playing the seesaw with the sugar and their emotions and their hormones. So super important. If, it, if nothing else that I said so far brings the red flags up saying, hey, I should probably not eat sugar too much because I can cause diabetes, high blood pressure, et cetera, et cetera. If you're dealing with depression or depressive-like symptoms, very important that you reduce the amount of sugar you're consuming, especially in this holiday season. So I have to take a quick break here. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290, 95.7 WHIO, Dave Susan Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Juan Fernandez, and this is Living the Full Life, where we talk about your health and how to achieve it to the fullest. As always, I want to remind you, you can find us on Facebook at Full Life Chiropractic. You can also find us on the Internet at AskDrJuan.com. You can call our office at 937-552-7364. You can press option two, leave a voicemail as it is holiday season. Uh, And my team will get back to you uh, as soon as we start uh, in the office next week. If not, you can literally text our number also at 937-552-7364. And if you want, obviously, more information about this topic, any other topic we cover in the past, more than welcome to reach out to us. Lastly, you can find us also on podcast via iTunes. You can go to iTunes, search for Living the Full Life with Dr. Juan. You can find this show and any other show we've done in the past. And obviously, 
get informed and make better health decisions with that. So welcome back. For those of you who's joining us, we've been talking about health. Uh, actually, not, not health. <laughs> We're talking about sugar and the holidays and obviously how that affects your health, which I was ahead of myself there. But nonetheless, so talking about sugar and the holidays, we overconsume it. Let's just talk about that, right? So I already kind of went over a couple of things that happens, you know, type 2 diabetes, you know, high blood pressure, you know, causing cancer, depression, et cetera, et cetera. So another one of the things that I want to kind of talk about is, you know, overconsumption of sugar, number, literally like, I think I'm a number six, number five, whatever. Another reason you don't want to overconsume it is because it actually increases cellular aging. So your cells only have a certain amount of time that they're alive, and then they have to obviously replicate, and, you know, new ones are created from mitosis, meiosis, et cetera, right? And that obviously happens after a certain amount of days. Each cell has a certain amount of time that they live, et cetera, et cetera. But cellular aging is accelerated when you overconsume sugar. So this is where, once again, I was talking about cancer and depression, but the cancer part is that if you're copying a cell over and over and over, right? So I want you to picture this. I give you an original copy of a piece of paper with, you know, like a Word document, you know, print it out. And you make one copy of it. Okay, great. And then you make a copy off of that copy. And then you make a copy off of that, the second, third, fourth, fifth. After you copy, you're in copy number 7,000. And you copy, you know, 7,000 to 7,001. That 7,001 copy versus the original copy are going to look slightly different because there's going to be grainy spots, et cetera, et cetera. Might be blurry, et cetera. That's what the aging process looks like when cells continue to divide at a high rate so if you consume too much sugar you're literally causing this process to happen faster so it's great you know cells are meant to divide that's the way god created our bodies and that's awesome but if you're putting something in your body that accelerates that aging you're only going to cause those cells to literally die early number one or number two give them a chance to mutate or do something to keep up with the rate of actual splitting that they're having. And then that leads to obviously disease creation. So pretty important that you obviously look into reducing sugar because it's not just one type of cell. That's like cellular, like all of your cells, brain cells, heart cells, et cetera, muscle cells, skin cells, organ cells, et cetera. They all age faster when you overconsume sugar. Last thing I want to talk about before I let you go, I'm almost out of time here. It is literally right now the number one cause, overconsumption of sugar, number one cause for non-alcoholic fatty liver. And that is because people are consuming so much sugar that their livers are being, there's so much fat floating around that your body literally has to store it somewhere, and one of the places are storing it is in your liver. If you know nothing about your liver, understand this. Your heart and your brain are the most important two organs in your body. The next one after that you cannot survive with out is your liver. Your liver creates, literally detoxifies your blood, detoxifies your body. It creates a ton of chemicals. It's, literally like, it's, it's like your body's own drug company, actually, we'll say that. It's your body's pharmacy. You need extra blah, blah, blah hormone, your body's going to create it in your liver. 
if you need, you know, X amount of bile for da da da, your body's gonna tell the gallbladder to do it and store in, you know, create and deliver and store in the gallbladder. So there's a ton of work in that organ that happens for you to be occupying that space with extra fat because you're making bad health food choices. So pretty important that you understand that if you overconsume sugar, you're putting yourself literally at risk for all these things that I talked about. So what can you do? Make sure you eat a healthy piece of you know, a low glycemic index fruit or a, a handful of nuts or something like that before you go to the party so you're not as hungry. Therefore, you don't tend to overeat all the sugary, fun, delicious treats that you're going to see on the tables across your family's tables uh, across the, the beautiful state of Ohio and, you know, in the United States. So make sure you take care of yourself. So then you can take care of those people that love you and that you love. So, folks, I am out of time. I want to wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas. Uh, obviously, remember the reason for the season. It's not about the gifts. It's not about the Santa. It's not about the tree. It's about the birth of Jesus Christ. So I appreciate you guys listening to me week in and week out. Have a blessed, blessed rest of your weekend. Merry Christmas. Enjoy the time of your family. And we'll see you guys here next week. Thanks so much for listening. You're listening to Living the Full Life on 1290-957 WHIO. Dave Susan Talk. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk.